Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia. Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. All right. Well, as the holidays are quickly approaching and everyone's plans are changed or canceled um, and pretty much most things this year have been changed or canceled. Uh, we are going to drink Smells Like a Canceled Beer Fest uh, from microphone. Um, many of you might have had tickets to the Smells Like a, uh, <clears throat> Smells like a Beer Fest, <clears throat> which was supposed to be back in May um, and obviously got canceled. So that's where we're starting tonight. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. What is this? An imperial stout ale. I like that um, the the normal smells like bean spirit beer that microphone puts out has like a little banana looking dude mm-hmm. that's in the shape the same position and like angles as the baby on that Nirvana album. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and- for sure. I mean, that's part of microphone shtick, which I kind of love. Is they're all based off of you know, some sort of album cover or song mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I really like that the banana dude has a mask on on the can. That's what I was going to point <laughs> out is that in this specific can, uh, the the baby banana. <laughs> baby banana. <laughs> I just feel so weird saying that. Baby banana For dude. some reason. Um, <laughs> has a mask on and it's a microphone mask, of course. Um, and yeah, microphone decides to release this beer, which I assume was supposed to symbolize the cancellation of this event. It came out um, late enough that I imagine that they brewed it as kind of in response to the event mm-hmm. not taking place. Um, yeah, I would assume as well. So, so um, microphone for the last few years has been doing a beer fest and part of their proceeds go to a local charity. They're in Elk Grove Village, which is kind of a western, northwestern suburb of Chicago. Um, so this year, instead of proceeds from the beer fest, which was canceled, but proceeds from the sale of the beer are going to the Kenneth Young Center of Elk Grove Village, um, which is great. I mean, they still found a way to raise some money for charity which is a great cause um and you know we everyone who had tickets to the beer fest which me and Kara did um got the first chance to buy um the beer um so we have it and we're going to drink it and we're going to miss the beer fests of 2020 and look forward to the beer fests of the future (laughs) amen (laughs) amen man what a beautiful thought i hope that's on the horizon for us very soon. Uh, but let's crack this baby open, right? Yeah, for sure. All right. Smells like a canceled beer fest. Let's see so. what we got. Mm. It smells chocolatey. And a little roasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can smell the roast. Yeah. It's a dark imperial stout for sure. Mine's Even the head is dark. I mean, I was gonna say, <laughs> mine's got quite a bit of head actually on it. Oh yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Maybe that was user error, um, but I don't know. 
I don't know. When I was in college, my college professor used to say that a good pour has about a one inch head on it. Okay, fair. I'm, I'm about that. So yeah. maybe, maybe I did it right. One of the I mean, better things not? I learned at U of I. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to take something from there, right? So, all right, guys. Well, we are drinking and enjoying. I actually really mm. like this. It's pretty tasty. Um, it smells like a canceled beer fest in honor of all of our canceled <laughs> plans for 2020. Yeah. Which I'm sure everyone has a lot of. Yeah. I got to say, so we agreed, you know, previously that we were going to talk about some of the things that have been canceled and changed and, and mm. altered in this crazy year. And when I was making my list, I was like getting really sad. <laughs> like, oh. I was just like, oh, there's so mm. many things on this list. Um, before right? we dive in, mm-hmm. I just want to say a couple more things about this beer. Yeah. You know, I remember I drank this when we first picked it up, like, I don't know, maybe within about a week of picking it up, which was a few months ago now. Yeah, this was quite and, a bit ago. This is my first this is my first tasting. So And I remember it being really sweet. Like hmm. like really sweet, like a maple syrup sweet. I don't oh. remember that being the flavor. Forgive me. I just sure, I sure, can't sure. remember you, what you I just drank a month ago, sweetness. three months ago. You oh, no, I don't remember what I drank last weekend. So <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. Oh. me neither. It's because I've had a lot since then. Fair, fair. And it's it's we're recording on a Monday evening. This episode's <laughs> being posted on a on the following day, and yet I still don't remember what I drank two days ago. Two days ago. I mean, yeah, no, fair. I'm with you. Um, I think it must have um the the even a little bit of age. I don't think it's that sweet. I think no. it definitely has a sweetness, but it's definitely not overly syrupy. Um, it's not overly sweet you said you know i said it smelled like chocolate you said it had a roasty smell which i get both of but i also get a lot of kind of a dark chocolate taste to it as well that's what i was gonna say it's it's yeah. very chocolatey but like a rich chocolate not like a sweet chocolate no it's almost like a it's like a dark chocolate yeah almost to me it's less of the milk chocolatey sweetness and more of just the the dark chocolate flavor to it totally I'm not actually sure what it's supposed to taste like i mean it's just an imperial stout so it's not like it's got a bunch of adjuncts in it or anything but um yeah i i, I get all chocolate in this so for, you know, for the most part so it's got a little bit of that roastiness but uh, yeah for me this is this is all chocolate but not overly sweet and maybe if it's settled a little bit since the first you know since a couple months ago when you tried it mm-hmm. i feel like this is at a good I feel like this is a good age for it. It's not too sweet. It's not too bitter. It's a pretty solid drinking stout, I feel like, for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I think this is great. This tastes great. I'm very happy with it. Yeah. No, I really like it. I mean, I would much rather be sitting outside uh, in May enjoying the sun mm. and a bunch of beers, but since we can't do that, this we'll will take be our this. substitute. And it's, we'll it's, a, it. it's a solid beer. I like it. Good job, yeah. microphone. Good job. <laughs> Cheers again, microphone. I'll never get tired of featuring them on this podcast. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, good times. So good when year. I was making my depressing list of canceled plans, I gave it a title. <laughs> mm, it came okay. to me as I was writing down all of the things I didn't do this last year. <laughs> and um, I called it Groundhog Day 2020. <laughs> and I think yeah. that just basically embodies how I feel about uh, this year in the sense that um, so 
the day that this episode will air is my birthday. And mm-hmm. so we're recording Happy the day birthday. before. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm 39, you guys. It's a really big deal. We have to make a big deal out of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, I had a friend message me on Facebook a few days ago, and she was just like, oh, is your husband taking the day off it so that you guys can spend your birthday together? And I was like, well, no, because I'm not six. But also, <laughs> Fair. but also no, because every day is the same and there are no special occasions. And she Fair. was just like, oh, man. And I was just like, come on, man. We're not going to do anything. What am I going right? to do on Where my am I birthday? Gonna go? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to open a bottle of beer that I've always wanted to drink and never had before because it's impossible to get and I stumbled upon it. That's what I'm going to do. It's going to be I special like for me. Nice. I'll post it on the... Uh, Cool. On the Instagram, you guys will, will see it surface eventually. So, yeah, <laughs> nice. and you'll all be jealous. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I when I was making this list, I kind of tried to split things into a couple of categories. Things that I've personally kind of given up in the last year, family type things, and then things mm-hmm. that my kids have, have kind of had to allow to go by the wayside. Um, sure. And the first thing that I wrote down was trips for me, for me, Mm -hmm. I went for me first and trips. And all I wrote was beer trips with Lauren, (laughs) (laughs) which is totally true. We are going to do beercations and go in search of uh, new beers and, and interview people about their beer and their breweries and None of that happened. (laughs) None of that happened. So put that on the list of canceled Mm -hmm. plans. Yes. Yes. Very sad. I even separated out, you know, dinners and brewery visits with friends and going to beer fest and going Mm -hmm. to the great taste, which we were going to do. Yeah. Um, There were a lot of things this year that I was excited for um, that never panned out, but we're, you know, we're all in the same boat in that respect because, None of them panned out for any of us. Yeah, we were as a family. We were supposed to do Disney World, um, yeah. so that we us didn't too. go on any family vacations this year. Maybe not officially before the year had ended. Would we have ended up at Disney World? But we were planning to go early in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, and because you have to book Disney so far in advance, oh yeah, it's kind of like if you haven't booked it, you're not going to go not for gonna almost have. a year. So like, pretty much, yeah, the whole this whole year has gone by and every couple of weeks I'm just like, well, I'm not ready to book a Disney trip. So I guess yeah. we're not going to go a you know, 10 months mm-hmm. from now. So, yeah. uh, right. you know, that's kind of a hard thing to, I've, uh, discovered that we have some points with our timeshare that are going to just like disappear into Aww. the ether. Um, my husband joked about using them by going on a trip and I, I don't want to upset you, but mm-hmm. I looked up like flights to yeah. Disney oh. and, uh, this is a very unpopular opinion, but I really like flying spirit because they're so cheap mm-hmm. and flights to Orlando on the day after new year's day. So on January 2nd, sure. coming home on like the seventh, um, were $25 each way. <laughs> and if you go to the airport you Mm -hmm. save twenty dollars each way so the flights would have been 10 bucks round trip and i would have paid forty dollars to check my bag so i would have paid the same amount to check my luggage as i would have paid to take my entire family to orlando on an airplane that's crazy oh my gosh yeah 
yeah. So I was just like, oh, geez. Oh. And they, they make, they're making it hard. I mean, obviously, um, you know, I'm, I don't really want to take my kids on a plane right now. Right. But, you know, everything is so cheap because yeah. no, not nobody is flying, though. Like, I've got, I've, I've actually flown three times since May. Mm-hmm. yeah and um i flew southwest every time and they actually did a really good job of spacing people out but i have That's friends good. that have flown american and united and they're still packing their planes yeah so i wouldn't really be super comfortable with that um yeah. and honestly right now i felt much better in the mm-hmm. summer spending time outside and things now i feel like with it being colder and you know, we're, we're doing less again. We're back, right. we're back to being hermits and, you know, we're not doing, you know, again, in the spirit of canceled plans, we didn't have Thanksgiving. Uh, we just ate, right. you know, and we're not, you know, we canceled Christmas. We will have my parents here, but my parents are part of our little bubble mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. they help with our kids. So, but other than that, not seeing anybody, not doing anything. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Uh, we dropped off dinner for my parents on Thanksgiving, but it was almost entirely just kind of stopping by with some food and dropping it off and going back home. Uh, we spent a brief period of time with them. Um, and then, you know, like I said before, my my birthday is, well, depends on when you think it's, it's today, you guys. So if you're listening to it, the day yeah. the episode came out, my birthday's today. Um, and we normally do kind of a big family gathering for my birthday because my nephew and I share a birthday. Right. Yeah. And it, it's, it's almost like it's everybody's birthday dinner. Like my parents used to kind of do birthday dinners kind of randomly for members of the family. Sometimes we go out for my husband or my brother sure, who have yeah. birthdays that are pretty close together. Mm-hmm. It, you know yeah. and whoever's birthdays in the last two months were celebrating it <laughs> yeah so then eventually we kind of just did like one big family dinner mm-hmm. on or around my birthday and it was kind of the just like let's just go out and have a family meal and um so we always go to Fogo de Chon uh which is a Brazilian steakhouse and it's like the last place I could possibly imagine going out to dinner right, right now, now unfortunately yeah. <laughs> um and I you know, I mean, I don't know even what their situation is. They have a ton of like take home, like curbside pickup options. Yeah, um, yeah I haven't even but... thought about places like that that are all like, it's not plated meals. You I know. know. I, I mean, have, well, it's essentially yeah. it's essentially like a buffet. And what, yeah. what, for the most part, I mean, like we talked about Disney. Both of us talked about Disney. Disney's open right now in Orlando, but mm-hmm. all the buffets are closed and all right. the family style restaurants are closed. So yeah. like any like communal eating type experience yeah. is closed down there. Mm-hmm. So like it's hard to imagine what places outside of that, you know, if, if Disney is closing all of their restaurants that right. are like that yeah. um you know it must be impossible for these other places to kind of figure out a way to operate i mean like i said i think Fogo de shown is doing a lot of curbside they do delivery too mm-hmm. um but the okay. stuff is so expensive like, yeah exactly if you go there and you don't eat for like two days then it's totally yeah like, yeah I, but... mean, I, guess, I guess if you like ordered it and you ate it at home for two or three days i guess you could justify yeah. it i don't know well, yeah, anyway. Well, anyways, canceled for this year. No birthday dinner. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, my kids, my kids' birthday. Um, so the twins were born May second, and my oldest is May third, two mm-hmm. years before them. So we just do one big party typically. Um, but obviously we did nothing this year. Um, so they you know for months were like you know can we have a party can we have a party and we didn't really know at the time like what this how long this was going to be what was going to happen you know where we were kind of in the dark um so we were like okay if we can you know we'll just push it back we'll just push it back we'll just push it back and then eventually we're just like okay we're just canceling but a lot of things were like that at first it was like all right we're gonna delay this a month we're gonna delay it a couple months we're gonna delay it delay it delay it right and then eventually we're just like okay we're, we're just giving up for this year um yeah so that's and i feel like that's happened to a lot of people with a lot of things and we're just you know we're so close to the end of the year and I'm just gonna start over and hope for a better year I, next year i think that's the best that we can do at this point and let's hope that by the time we end this episode that we we've, we've lifted ourselves out of this sad little pit of despair <laughs> and we've come up yes, with some good yes. hopeful i did have a friend today say to me that she saw a, fa- a facebook post uh in her feed about uh somebody suggesting that when everything's over and we're kind of normalizing things mm-hmm. that we just do like an all-encompassing celebration where we <laughs> yeah. like have like the fourth of july and thanksgiving and christmas and halloween and birthday parties and it's all like so like everybody will bring a birthday cake and a full turkey dinner <laughs> and you'll go trick-or-treating on your block and just, just like do all every, of it all in you know day. i i saw posts like that and i said we need a taco truck for cinco de mayo yeah. we need like fireworks the fourth of july not all together but someone someone responsible right. but yeah, I mean, think of every, every, I mean, obviously everybody individually has things that were canceled this year, but mm-hmm. as a whole, pretty much every holiday since St. Patrick's Day has been yeah. canceled. Yeah. So, <laughs> or at least changed and drastically reduced. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward like beer fests. Like I usually go to a couple beer fests in the summer. Like it's just an activity that's fun to do. Concerts is concerts, what's right? Me. What about like, concerts? We go man? to concerts a lot. Me and my husband, like yeah. a lot. Um, and we, I probably had six sets of <clears throat> concert tickets that were canceled um or delayed to next year i kept one set of tickets that is going to be next year otherwise i just canceled and refunded the rest of them but i mean me and my husband that's what we do all summer really is we go to concerts we love live music like i will literally go see anyone live just because it's an enjoyable experience and um yeah none of that happening this year so no i mean same thing i mean i had canceled concerts over the summer primarily and ended up getting refunds because you know i mean some of the tickets were hundreds of dollars and it's hard to it's hard to be out you know especially with everything all the uncertainty in the world like a couple hundred bucks for the two of you to go to a concert you kind of you just can't leave that money out there you know i I feel bad for ticket brokers and venues and places like that 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 are hurting and probably need that cash but like you know it, unfortunately the balance it, it's got to tip some direction you know yeah and- we need there's a lot of people you know and we've said a few times like we've been relatively lucky that we haven't been affected more than we are yeah but there are a lot of people that truly a couple hundred dollars could make or break them for the month um yeah so you know Absolutely. i'm really curious within the next kind of 18 months what less about what happens to 
the general public, <clears throat> but more about what happens to a lot of venues and social gathering places and, you know, theaters and things like that. Because realistically, even with stimulus, if they don't start, you know, places that usually sell out for two or three days a weekend, every weekend, like they're not going to be able to survive. And that's what's I think going to be the saddest part of all of this is, you know, it sucks for all of us. And it stinks that we're canceling things and it stinks that we're drinking, you know, beer in our basements instead of in a group with people and mingling. But, you know, we'll survive. Um, you know, we'll get past this and it'll be a dark point in some of our memories. But re really, it's not going to be it's not it's not the worst thing. Like there's some positives that come out of this. Like I've eaten dinner with my family more like in the last seven months than I have in my kid's lifetime because we're all home. Nobody's going anywhere. We're not going to the gym. We're not trying to juggle. I'm going to go do this or I'm going to go here, you know, so we're getting a whole hell of a lot more family time than maybe we would have, you know, we're not spending money on as much things as we would have, you know, we're being able to do more projects around the house because we're not, you know, so there are positives to this on an individual level, but in the next 18 months, I feel like we're going to really see how it affects businesses in the absolutely run. absolutely i mean you know there has to be there has to be some sort of break somewhere i mean you know all these venues like you were talking about and this goes true this holds true for for restaurants as well you know all these properties mm -hmm. that are owned by land you know all these landlords they're about to lose tenants mm -hmm. or try to wait out the storm you know, I mean, we've talked yeah. about breweries that have closed locations. I mean, like Revolution closed their tap room. Yeah, for the rest of the year. Yeah. For the rest of the year. And you know that they have to pay rent on that mm -hmm. property. I mean, you know that they do. And the question becomes, I don't know their situation, so I can't answer sure. for them specifically. Yeah. But there's a possibility that they sat down with their landlord and they were just like, look. We're not going to have people inside this building. That's not going to happen. Yeah. It's not going to be our choice or any. It's going to. That's what's going to happen. Yep. There's not going to be people here. With that in mind, we can't reasonably operate. So you can kick us out. Sure. But and you can try to find someone to, else. Yeah. You're not going to get a new tenant. So. Yeah. Or you can. You can just. We can leave, and you can. You know, we can take all our stuff if you want, and you can just sit. And if this blows over and you want us to come back, we'll come back. And if you don't want us back, we won't come back. And yeah, we'll see you in a few months. Like, yeah. and I think that in a lot of situations, there's going to be that conversation between landlords and tenants when mm -hmm. it comes to, well, what do we do? So like, what is the, the guy who owns the building that Revolution Brewing is in? What does he do? Does he, does he yeah, kick them to the curb to and have empty property? Yeah. Or does he... Right? Does he bank on Revolution Brewing surviving this? Because I would say from a, you know, from a fan, from a lover of beer standpoint, Revolution is going to survive. Their yeah. program is so good. Sure. They come out with just an astounding amount of quality product. They produce a lot of it. Mm -hmm. um, they're not going away in the, in the beer world as a popular place to, you know, a popular brewery. Um, and I think that if you're their landlord, you probably are like, Hey, let's revisit gonna, this conversation in three months because yeah, we're going to, we're a gonna, good tenant. We're going to just kind of ride this out. But you know, that's one thing when it's a 
somebody as big as Revolution, but it's another sure. thing when it's somebody who's small, who self-distributes or doesn't yeah. have a huge base and is just local and you're in that same situation, but maybe your landlord doesn't know if you're going to survive or not. You know, I'm sure yeah. that there are probably some smaller breweries um, that are going to close and not open back up um, yeah. because they can't. Uh, so that's, you know, an unfortunate, very unfortunate part of all of this. And, you know, you can go back and forth with all of the rules and blah, blah, blah. It really has nothing to do with the, the, the guidelines. Like people are going to do what they feel are comfortable doing, but that still means that there's going to be a lot of people that aren't, you know, go aren't going out aren't going places aren't going to spend the money on beer or restaurants or things and that's gonna affect the economy as a whole uh it always does so absolutely um, i'm just absolutely. super curious to see what like i said the next year and a half two years really uh how it really goes so absolutely for us um i'm still hoping to continue trying new beers um and drinking different things and i'll hope for the best next year so uh in the spirit of drinking new beers and canceled holidays we <laughs> both picked up uh illinois craft beer i know there's many of these but advent calendar um so we are gonna open today's beer from there yep. right Day seven. So as we said before, you're probably listening to this on day eight or beyond. But mm -hmm. uh, we're going to drink day seven, which is Lena Brewing's Hey Mau Maui, <laughs> which I had to say out loud to myself twice before hey we started Mau because Mau I was like, oh, if I would have read this for the first time on the podcast, it would not have would gone have wrong. Yeah. Well, um, there is an extremely scantily clad woman on this can, uh, you know, but and it's one of those like old tiny yeah and a rooster yes i was like what did you say <laughs> and a rooster there's a there's actually yeah. a rooster next to her and a rooster on their barrel i was um, just gonna say so there's this laying lady, in hay <laughs> she's like laying in hay she's got like a little piece of grass in her between her teeth <laughs> and um she's wearing like i guess you could call it like a bathing suit top sure a bando and, top i think yeah is what that's technically the right called. word Cut off jean shorts. So and she's she, leaning against a barrel that has a rooster on it. She's like a redheaded version country of like Daisy Duke with her short shorts and yeah, like countryness. Um, so I had never heard of Lena Brewing. You had because you've driven past it, right? Yeah. So Lena is actually on the way toward Galena, Illinois, <laughs> and Lena Brewing is. I think actually pretty big in the in the area. Um, they got a ton of signs, and I've seen people in the craft beer group post oh, about okay. stopping there on road trips. Um, yeah, among other breweries, kind of on that route. But um, there's a few that have opened in the last you know decade or so out in that area. Um, yeah, Lena is in Lena, Illinois, which I didn't mm -hmm. even know was a town, like you said, on the way to Galena. So. <laughs> For those of you that don't know where Galena is, that's the very northwest, western part of Illinois. Just practically like the Iowa. Like, yeah. yeah. It's like in the intersection of like all the little states in the northwest corner of Illinois. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to guess that the family that owns Lena Brewing owns most of the businesses that um, 
are in Lena because they also own the family restaurant called Rafters that's on one side and a furnishings and design store that's on the other side and Lena Brewing. Yeah, so they're all, along with other investors, but it's run by, they're all three businesses are run by the same family. Um, So yeah, they opened in 2014, well, they opened their doors in November of 2014. I think the official grand opening was in January of 2015. Um, They've got about a 10,000 square foot facility. So, I mean, it's not tiny. It's not huge, but it's not tiny. Okay. Um, They're in the middle of a cornfield and that they say that on their website, but it's also inside an old renovated feed mill building. So they're like you know, very into the roots. They use locally grown hops, which they actually grow 90 different varieties of hops on site there. Wow. Yeah. So like they've got land, they've got hops, they purify their water, they like sanitize all their bottles. They're like super homegrown. Um, You know, I feel like the can is probably, you know, in spirit of someone out there, but um. Yeah, so I've never been there. I've never had any of their beers. Um, but, you know, it seems like they've they've got a good business for out there. You know, they're far enough away from Chicago that it's probably not as um, saturated with craft right. brewers as mm-hmm. they are here. Um, so, you know, they've been around for about five years. Um, so, you know, I think... I th- think i'm not sure if it started as ten thousand square feet and they expanded to the rest of the mill but anyways it's still a decent uh, a decent size facility out there so maybe at some point we'll make our way out that direction um but <clears> yeah <throat> so lena brewing we're gonna let's we're gonna do it day number seven all right let's vienna amber lager popped out at me yeah, I was just about to say that. I got the same thing. Mm-hmm. That is amber. Holy I was cow, just going to say. Wow. Yeah. It makes no other way look. to describe this no, color. It is, is straight up amber. amber. Yeah. Mm. Smells good. Ooh. I pleasantly smells like a Vienna lager. It does. It's totally. The smell is good. The color is spot on. Mm. This tastes this great. Super smooth. Like this beer is really good. Like I want to buy more of it. This, this I'm good job like, advent calendar. Pleasantly <laughs> surprised. I would never have bought this beer. Like, and first of all, they probably don't even distribute out here. No. But even I, if yeah, I thought, I, like, I would have never even thought to pick it up. But holy cow, this is really good. This is this is so good. Oh man. Yeah. I like it so much. I'm super. I'm. I am actually very pleasantly surprised by this. Yeah. yeah, for a little brewery in the kind of middle of nowhere. Um, yeah, good, good job, right. Lena. That was. Oh my goodness! I just realized. I bet you it's pronounced "hey mo," like mowing hay. I have no. I idea. said "hey, hey mow." <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, that's probably true. I... Hey, Mo Molly. Like, especially <laughs> because you could say Mo is short for mm. Molly. Yeah. I mean, not spelled the same because it does sure, say M O W. But I, sorry, yeah. I just. No, I got <laughs> nothing. I'm. You, just had to I, be you like, could, wait a second. You could pronounce it however you uh, want to, and I would just say sure because I have no clue. Um, 
Yeah, but I I really like this. Um, I love it's really it's nice and malty and, and clean yes. and smooth. Yeah. Like you just were about to say, I think it tastes good and that smells amazing. It mm-hmm. just smells so good. Yeah, yeah. If you get the opportunity to 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 try this, or now I kind of want to try what anything else that they have, but this is definitely. Um, this is a really solid. Looks like the can date on this is October. I really like when they put the canned dates on them. Um, yeah, not everybody does. I know it's a nice. What it was it on the bottom or something? Where did you see the can dates? It's under the rooster, or <laughs> on top of the rooster. <laughs> on mine, it is at least mine by your feet. On top of the rooster, by your feet. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't have a canned on date. Oh, on mine. mine has a canned hmm, on date. Variation. See, now I gotta find a stamped and unstamped. Mm. Hey, Mo Molly can. I think it is Hey, Mo Molly. Um, right. So I messed that one up. <laughs> oh, okay. So, hmm. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm guessing it's Hey, Mo. Yeah, we can settle on that. I'm okay with it. Go with that. Maybe no. someday when we go there, we'll just double check. Hey, can you just tell me what you call this really sure. fast? And then they can tell us. Before we wrap up, I just wanted to add one tiny little thing about um, about our little Groundhog Day 2020 talk. <laughs> and, um, you know, you mentioned kind of the silver linings um, that existed for you over the span of the last year. A little bit more time with your family, being home for dinner, which is awesome. Um, and I, you know, I thought about that when you were talking about it and, and before we even got together this evening, um, and, you know, I thought about some of the things, the silver linings for me, you know, and I think that, you know, the personal project thing, I mean, I built a keyser, which yeah. I'm really <laughs> excited about, which I probably wouldn't have done, uh, yeah, for a variety of reasons, but I had the opportunity and the time to do it, which was great. Um, you know, I put a pool in my backyard and my Mm -hmm. kids mastered swimming. Like neither one of my kids was a strong swimmer before this Mm -hmm. summer. And now just, it's nothing, you know, they dive in, they go under the water, they can swim across, they need no assistance. Um, and, and I think that it's one of those life skills that you just really want your kids to have is to be able to swim. Yeah. They don't have to be competitive. I just want them to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. They just got to be able to swim to the side of the boat if they fall out. That's yeah. pretty much, you know, my attitude about swimming. Um, hey, if they love it, they love it. Yeah, but, but you at least need to know how it, to. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with what your, yeah, your statement. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, I think that um, while I've had some time away from my my parents and my brother's family and things like that, which, which crushes me because I'm so close to them, um, the opportunity to spend some time with my kids and um, and figure out a little bit more of that work-life balance that we're always trying to figure out. You know, I mean, right. this year really put yeah. that to the test. Um, and the 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 silver lining of that gray cloud was that I think we figured out that anything was possible. The time and energy that it yeah. is involved, it exists in the world, and you just have to. You just have to figure it out and be patient and reasonable and and hopefully at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, no, I, I think an entire that... six still of fun size. <laughs> Not very long. Yeah, you know, I do feel like um, we try and make things work 
as much as we can. And I think in the last few months, we've realized that we are capable of, of fitting things into our lives um, as long as we make time for them. And maybe that's, maybe that's something to take away from the last few months and being unable to do so many of the things that are almost distractions from everyday life. You know, when you're talking about concerts and beer fests and things, Mm. um, you know, it's, it's almost a distraction. So, um, you know, the fact that, maybe this was a wake-up call to a lot of people to say maybe focus on what really is important uh spend some more time at home make do some projects add some value to your house you know um take on a hobby those kind of things you know if nothing else i do feel like we've definitely gotten more out of those kind of things and realized maybe with people realized a, a hobby they're good at or a skill yeah. that they never knew they were good at yeah, um right so i i urge people to try and find that sil- silver lining in a lot of this because there is one for everybody absolutely and i think that's our biggest takeaway i think that can be the best takeaway mm-hmm. from a long year there were a lot of ups and downs mm-hmm but it's we're can, we're going to go up from here man that's what we have to remember it's it's everything's going to get better we're going to move forward you know i like it yes <laughs> that's how we're going to look at this so all right excellent takeaway from this yep <laughs> i'm going to keep drinking my hey mo molly hey mo molly let's all right. just print that into our brain yep. so that i say it correctly on the day that we arrive at this brewery hey mo molly <laughs> all right and we'll ask why it's called that but agreed okay. I think I think that's it for tonight. So right. happy birthday to Kara, and Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that's it. All right, take care. Right. Take care. Thanks everyone for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all. Uh-huh.